0: So join us every day as we inspire and motivate you to take positive action in your life and make your dreams a reality. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig
1: Life is full of awesome what ifs, and some not so much, like
0: unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com.
2: My television career began unexpectedly, I was in the Misfire Prevention Contest. That was when I was 16 years old in Nashville, Tennessee. And you had the requirement of having to have red hair in order to win up until the year that I entered. So they were doing the question and answer period because I knew I wasn't going to win in the swimsuit competition. So during the question and answer period, the question came, why young lady, what would you like to be when you grow up? And by the time they got to me, all the good answers were gone. So. I had seen Barbara Walters on the Today Show that morning, so I answered, I would like to be a journalist. I would like to tell other people's stories in a way that makes a difference in their lives and the world. And as those words were coming out of my mouth, I went, whoa, this is pretty good. I would like to be a journalist. I want to make a difference. Well, I was on television by the time I was 19 years old. And in 1986, I launched my own television show with a relentless determination to succeed. At first, I was nervous about the competition, and then I became my own competition, raising the bar every year, pushing, pushing, pushing myself as hard as I knew. Eventually, we did make it to the top. And we stayed there for 25 years. The Oprah Winfrey Show was number one in our time slot for 21 years. And I have to tell you, I became pretty comfortable with that level of success. But a few years ago, I decided, as you will at some point, that it was time to recalculate, find new territory, break new ground. So I ended the show and launched own the oprah winfrey network the initials just worked out for me so one year later after launching on nearly every media outlet had proclaimed that my new venture was a flop not just a flop but a big bold flop they call it i can still remember the day i opened up usa today and read the headline Oprah not quite standing on her own I mean really USA Today now that's the nice newspaper <laughs> it, it, it really was the worst period in my professional life I was stressed and I was frustrated and quite frankly I was I was actually I was embarrassed the words of an old hymn came to me you may not know it it's by and by when the morning comes and I started thinking about when the morning might come because at the time I thought I was stuck in a hole and the words came to me trouble, trouble don't last always from that hymn this too shall pass and I thought I am going to turn this thing around and I will be better for it This is what I want to share. It doesn't matter how far you might rise, at some point you are bound to stumble because if you're constantly doing what we do, raising the bar, if you are constantly pushing yourself higher, higher, the law of averages, not to mention the myth of Icarus, uh, predicts that you will at some point fall. And when you do, I want you to know this, remember this, There is no such thing as failure. Failure is just life trying to move us in another direction. Now, when you're down there in a hole, it looks like failure. And when you're down in the hole, when that moment comes, it's really okay to feel bad for a little while. Give yourself time to mourn what you think you may have lost. But then, here's the key, learn from every mistake because every experience encounter and your mistakes are there to teach you and force you into being more of who you are. And then figure out what is the next right move. And the key to life is to develop an internal moral, emotional GPS that can tell you which way to go. The challenge of life I have found is to build a resume that doesn't simply tell a story about what you want to be, but it's a story about who you want to be. It's a resume that doesn't just tell a story about what you want to accomplish, but why. A story that's not just a collection of titles and and positions, but a story that's really about your purpose. Because when you inevitably stumble and find yourself stuck in a hole. That is the story that will get you out. What is your true calling? What is your dharma? What is your purpose? For me, that discovery came in 1994 when I interviewed a little girl who who had decided to collect pocket change in order to help other people in need. She raised $1,000 all by herself, and I thought, well, if that little nine-year-old girl with a bucket and a big heart could do that, I wonder what I could do. So I asked for our viewers to take up their own change collection. And in one month, just from pennies and nickels and dimes, we raised more than $3 million that we used to send one student from every state in the United States to college. That was the beginning of the Angel Network. So what I did was I simply asked our viewers, do what you can wherever you are, from wherever you sit in life, give me your time or your talent your money if you have it and they did extend yourself in kindness to other human beings wherever you can and together we built 55 schools in 12 different countries and restored nearly 300 homes that were devastated by hurricanes rita and katrina so the angel network i've been on the air for a long time but it was the angel network that actually focused my internal GPS. It helped me to decide that I wasn't just gonna be on TV every day, but that the goal of my shows, my interviews, my business, my philanthropy, all of it, whatever ventures I might pursue, would be to make clear that what unites us is ultimately far more redeeming and compelling than anything that separates me. Because what had become clear to me, and I want you to know, it isn't always clear in the beginning, because as I said, I'd been on television since I was 19 years old. But around 94, I got really clear. So don't expect the clarity to come all at once, to know your purpose right away. But what became clear to me was that I was here on earth to use television and not be used by it to use television to illuminate the transcendent power of our better angels. So this angel network, it didn't just change the lives of those who were helped, but the lives of those who also did the helping. It reminded us that no matter who we are or what we look like or what we may believe, it is both possible and more importantly, it it becomes powerful to come together in common purpose and common effort. Maya Angelou always says, when you learn, teach. When you get, give. That, my friends, is what gives your story, purpose, and meaning. So you all have the power in your own way to develop your own angel network. I did it in an analog world. I was blessed with a platform that at its height reach nearly 20 million viewers a day. Now here in a world of Twitter and Facebook and YouTube and Tumblr, you can reach billions in just seconds. I know you all understand better than most that real progress requires an authentic way of being, honesty, and above all, empathy. I have to say that the single most important lesson I learned in 25 years talking every single day to people was that there's a common denominator in our human experience. Most of us, I tell you, we don't wanna be divided. What we want, the common denominator that I found in every single interview, is we want to be validated. We want to be understood. I've done over 35,000 interviews in my career. And as soon as that camera shuts off, everyone always turns to me and inevitably in their own way asks this question Was that okay? I heard it from President Bush I heard it from President Obama I've heard it from heroes and from housewives I've heard it from victims and perpetrators of crimes I even heard it from Beyonce and all of her (laughs) Beyonce-ness She finishes performing hands me the microphone and says Was that okay? Friends and family, yours, enemies, strangers, in every argument, in every encounter, every exchange, I will tell you, they all want to know one thing. Was that okay? Did you hear me? Do you see me? Did what I say mean anything to you? My hope is that you will try to go out and have more face-to-face conversations with people you may disagree with. That you'll have the, the, the courage to look them in the eye and hear their point of view. And help make sure that the speed and distance and anonymity of our world doesn't cause us to lose our ability to stand in somebody else's shoes and recognize all that we share as a people. This is imperative for you as an individual and for our success as a nation. There is, I know this, there's a light inside each of you, all of us, that illuminates your very human beingness, if you let it. And as a young girl from rural Mississippi, I learned long ago that being myself was much easier than pretending to be Barbara Walters. Although when I first started, because I had Barbara in my head, I would try to sit like Barbara, talk like Barbara, move like Barbara. And then one night I was on the news, reading the news, and I called Canada Canada, And uh, that was the end of me being Barbara. I cracked myself up on TV, couldn't stop laughing, and my real personality came through. And I figured out, oh, gee, I can be a much better Oprah than I could be a pretend Barbara. But no matter what challenges or setbacks or disappointments you may encounter along the way, you will find true success and happiness if you have only one goal. There really is only one, and that is this. To fulfill the highest, most truthful expression of yourself as a human being. You want to max out your humanity by using your energy to lift yourself up your family, and the people around you. Theologian Howard Thurman said it best. He said, don't ask yourself what the world needs. Ask yourself what makes you come alive, and then go do that. Because what the world needs is people who have come alive. You will have questions, and you will have doubts about your path. But I know this, if you're willing to listen, to be guided by that still small voice that is the GPS within yourself, to find out what makes you come alive, you will be more than okay. You will be happy, you will be successful, and you will make a difference in the world.